0: Yo, what's up people in today's episode? I know I missed a week, but I'm back in full force today. We are going to talk about leadership wounds. Get ready. everybody welcome to to real with Mike Rosado this is a continual podcast just about life and leadership and as always folks listen what helps us out a lot is if you subscribe if you're watching this on YouTube or uh, you can subscribe on any podcast software that you utilize Spotify Apple music Google podcast whatever subscribe Rate and review us. It really helps us out a lot. If anything, share this, all right? You know the spiel, all right? I don't have to go through all that. Today, I want to talk about a very important topic, something that I believe isn't talked about enough. I know people get hurt by leaders. In fact, anytime we hear about hurt, we hear about how leaders hurt their people and their organization. But I believe that there's a part of the conversation that is left out, and the part that's left out is the fact that what happens when the leader Gets hurt now. This isn't going to be a woe is me type of podcast, uh, but I do want to talk to us as leaders who we are and how we process our own pain. Because believe it or not, folks, we leaders, pastors I don't know who's watching this right now whether you're a CEO, supervisor, whatever we are all humans. We're all humans. I'm a human, you're a human, and we all get hurt. And things hurt when life. Happens, okay. It hurts when people say something about you, your family, or your church, and especially when they say something that isn't true. That hurts, folks. It hurts when someone twists something you said and attacks your character. It hurts, folks. When no one considers all the things you do behind the scenes, it hurts, folks. Okay. When when people leave, when people leave your church or organization, yo, that stuff hurts okay when someone you've invested in walks away from you in the relationship or even worse in my opinion their faith they walk away from their faith after you invested and mentored and 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 poured into their lives and given up time and everything like that when you've invested so much and they walk away daggone it that stuff hurts so the list goes on about all the hurts that you can encounter when you're in leadership and unfortunately, as a leader, we can't just stand up in front of the organization and vent about all of our pain, right? We have to, we have to resemble some kind of strength, right? We have to, we have to, you know, vent properly to the right people. It's not proper for us to go up there on a Sunday morning, or it's not proper for us to get in front of even our whole entire staff and say, "Woe is me, I'm hurting." Um, but because of that, we buy into the lie that we have to be invincible, or that we have to portray that. Um, so how we handle these wounds is incredibly important for us to develop as good leaders, okay? And so why is it important for us to to handle our hurt appropriately? Here's a couple reasons. I think the first reason is that because hurt people hurt people, okay? You have to stop the cycle, okay? Eventually, if you don't deal with your hurt, you're going to hurt people. I wonder. I wonder, folks. And again, I'm not justifying Um, If you're watching this and you've been hurt by a leader, I'm not justifying why that leader hurt you, but I wonder if we're just all involved in this domino effect of hurt. Someone hurt that leader, and therefore that leader hurts someone else. We need to stop the cycle, okay? Uh, Here's an example. You know, um, this past week, um, depending on when you're listening or watching this podcast, you know, we had. escalated situation of hate towards the Asian community. And so I stood up on stage and and I decided to pray for our Asian community. We have a very diverse church here at at Fervent Church. And so we decided to pray for that. And um, a couple people came up to me after the service and complained that I don't pray enough about their race. Now, I had all the reasons in the back of my head. Listen, we're mourning with those who mourn right now. Nothing happened specifically with your race. So we're praying specifically for that race. And so, and I know most leaders are watching this or listening to this right now, you're rolling your eyes with me. But after hearing that, uh, a friend of mine who, who kind of always observes me fielding these types of complaints immediately right after a service. Um, say, man, you know what you should do? You should just have someone there to protect you and, and make sure that these crazy people aren't coming and attacking you in the wrong way and saying improper things and everything like that. Or maybe you should just beeline it back to your office and, and so forth and so on. And I said, you know what? Um, I've been in cultures and I've been in organizations where I've seen the pastor do that, right? They, they're in their office up until, you know, right before they preach. They're not even in the room during worship. And what they do is that they, they I bet you that the reason they started doing that is because, of A, they probably weren't prepared to preach, um, but B, because they wanted to avoid conflict before getting on the platform and going and after being on the platform. Right. But you all know that, again, because you're a hurt person and you create those shields, you eventually hurt the whole entire congregation because then no one thinks you're approachable. No one thinks that you care about them. Um, You're you're too big to be around people, um, and then you end up hurting people. So it's really important for us to deal with our hurt because if not, hurt people hurt people, and you're gonna make some bad decisions that's it's going to probably not yield the healthiest results you want for you or your organization. Stop the cycle. Another reason why you want to deal with your hurt is because this affects your endurance, right? If you're in it for the long haul, folks, like I am, I don't want it to affect my endurance. I do not want to grow weary in doing good, so I have to deal with my hurt. The third reason why we need to deal with our healing and our hurts here is because you will lose empathy and sympathy for people if you don't deal with your hurt appropriately. You will lose empathy and sympathy for people. Not only that, folks, here's here's a, a, a fourth one, and I think a really, really important reason why you need to deal with your hurt is because you need to be an example of healing. So often we want to be an example of strength and endurance and all that good stuff, but also could you, for your organization, your family even, can you be an example of healing? And the fifth reason why you need to deal with your hurt appropriately is because in order to thrive, you need thick skin. You need a thick skin, but a tender heart. Let me say that again. You need a thick skin, but a tender heart. So you need to deal with this. So here are a few tips on how to deal with your wounds. Now, I'm going to go through these rather quickly. So you might have to listen to this podcast a few times to get it. Again, Notes are going to be up on our website, Uh, but I want to go through these efficiently. Uh, I like keeping these podcasts around 15 minutes so they're, like, pocket-sized. You can go take them with you and dissect some of this stuff later. Um, But here are five quick tips, okay? They're not exhaustive, so don't at me and be like, oh, you forgot about this. These are just some really quick tips on how to deal with your leadership wounds when a leader is hurt. Number one, admit it hurts, okay? Admit it hurts. You're not claiming the victim card here. But the unnecessary portrayal of tenacity and strength will interfere with your healing. So admit it hurts. Don't be the stubborn athlete that's playing on a bum knee or a twisted ankle or whatever. And because what's gonna happen, eventually you're just gonna create more damage. And you know what? Sometimes it's obvious, right? If you're, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm 40 now. And so there are times where my wife knows I'm in pain and I'm like, no, 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 I'm fine, I'm fine. And the whole room knows I'm in pain. And I still try to keep on going. And, and I'm trying to portray this image of strength. But in actuality, I'm, I look foolish. You will look foolish if you don't admit that it hurts. So what do you do? You vent up. okay. Every leader listening or watching this right now, you need to have at least three people that you could go to. Vent up. Don't vent to your peers. Don't vent to your staff. Don't vent to people that are under you. Vent up. Find at least three people. Here's why three people. Because if two of them aren't available, you still have the one. All right, find some people that are gonna pray for you, prayer warriors. In fact, just recently, I asked some of my prayer warriors, Yo, pray for me, struggling right now, can't give you the details, but just know that your boy needs somebody to have his back, right? So they pray for me, right? But I had to admit that I'm hurt. And you know what? Most of the time, for me, my personality, I get angry when it hurts, okay? So I know that if I'm really angry about something underneath, I am hurt, and it's okay to call it hurt. Number two, take ownership. While you're in pain, take ownership, okay? Remain correctable. Let me say that again. Remain correctable, okay? Your anger can blind you to godly advice. That's so good. I need to say that again. Your anger will blind you to godly advice. Your anger, along with your pride, will blind you from godly advice. We see that in Genesis 4, right, where God goes to Cain. He says, listen, why are you angry? Sin is at your door. You must be able to master it, okay? Cain rejected that godly advice because he was angry, okay? So take ownership of your issues in that moment. Take ownership of the some of the things that you did do wrong, even though you are the one that walked away with the most damage. Take ownership. Be humble, okay? Remain correctable. Number three, take time to develop your wisdom. And what I mean by that is we're so quick to to develop wisdom out of experiences, take your time. Slow process, okay? Don't act like you know better because of this pain. You don't know better, you know worse, okay? You don't know better, you don't know worse. So the most important thing, and please, 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 write this down, don't turn your venting into declarations. Don't turn your venting into declarations, all right? What I mean by that, some of us when we get hurt, we say things like, I will never let anyone get close to me again. Come on, right? Or I will never trust anyone in that position again. Or I'm never going to be thoroughly honest with people again. In times of our pain and our venting, we turn it into declarations. It seems like wisdom, but it is not, okay? You're not smart, you're in pain. You're not smart, you're in pain. In the same exact way, don't go grocery shopping when you're hungry. Um, Don't make decisions when you're angry or hurting, okay? Don't make decisions when you're angry or hurting. Hey, listen, we have to deal with our pain. We have to deal with our pain, and sometimes pain compiles on top of each other. Number four is this. Be aware of your scars. Um, More than now, a decade ago, I donated a kidney. Uh, to my little brother, and I still have a scar uh, right through my belly button. And at times when certain shirts or sweaters rub up against it, it'll itch. Um, And sometimes itch to the point of pain a little bit. Um, When something rubs up against it, it's going to cause that effect, okay? And so there are times where you will have to go through multiple rounds of rejection, multiple rounds of harsh criticism, multiple rounds. And you might think, oh, I've gone through the healing process. Why is this itching or hurting again, um, because there's different levels of this, and you're going to go through multiple rounds of this. Don't get upset, okay? Don't get upset, or don't declare yourself that you've arrived in the healing process, okay? If, if, if you're anything like me, you could get frustrated with yourself or with God that you're still dealing with these things. Um, and so if you start being aware of your scars that maybe that the reason this hurts isn't because of what this specific event has done to me, but of all the events that came before it, and then what that'll do, folks, it'll make you let it'll make you look at this moment as less of a a personal attack, and more uh, about two people, just broken people, colliding in a moment, right? Then you'll be able to start seeing, okay, I I didn't this person didn't give me a fresh wound here; they're just rubbing up against my scars, all right. So then it's less about them and more about your healing. Y'all get that? That is so. Oh, Important. It's less about them and more about your enemies. So it's less about a personal attack and more about two people, broken people colliding. Sometimes people aren't against you, they're just for themselves. So break the cycle and be about healing. Number five and last one, heal to the point where you could find empathy with your enemies. Heal to the point where you could find empathy with your enemies. Why? I'm not saying that these people are directly your enemies, but in the moment of pain and hurt, yeah, they could seem like your enemies, right? But if you could make your goal, that in my healing process, I wanna get to the place where I could bless them. I wanna get to the place where um, I'm finding empathy with my enemies. That is ultimate healing, folks, to be like Jesus and be like, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do while you're still hanging on the cross is a powerful, powerful stance in your character. So that's going to be very important because if you could do that, if you could heal to the point, make that your goal, heal to the point where you can find empathy with your your enemies, this is what it's going to do. It's going to prepare your heart for restoration, which ultimately that's all what we want. It's going to prepare your heart for restoration. It's going to keep you where God wants you. And where does God want you? God wants you tender. He wants you based on the truth, and he wants you aware, right? And the other thing is that it's going to give your healing purpose. It's going to give your healing purpose. If you could heal to the point where you could find empathy even with your enemies. Just a few tips on a wounded leader here today. And I hope you take it. I hope you take it serious. Again, listen to this again, because I'm telling you, these nuggets are bigger than you think they are and apply it right now or keep it in your back pocket because you're going to need it in the future. All right. As always, man, if you enjoyed this, share this. I believe it's going to bless somebody. If not, I'll see you next time here on Too Real.